Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. It is virtually impossible to ignore what's happening throughout the world today, unless, of course, you're deliberately glued only to mainstream media sources. The world is moving toward global disaster, collapse, which will ultimately see the birth of the final global empire to be ruled over by Satan's spiritual son, Antichrist, Daniel 2, 2 Thessalonians 2. This is all in a final attempt to overthrow God's created order. Now, I'm aware of how that sounds, but I base my views on God's word, not about how I feel about things. And we can see what's happening in the world today if we will just simply open our eyes. People have to do their own research at sites that are not considered mainstream. What we are witnessing is literally an onslaught led by Satan himself. And again, it is designed to overthrow God's created order. We'll talk, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. But first, look at Germany and other European nations like Belgium. They have, they have economies that appear to be on the verge of collapse, all due, apparently, to the lack of energy resources needed to keep things going. So because energy resources are drying up, many companies in Germany and elsewhere throughout Europe are simply going out of business just this week. German toilet paper maker uh, company Hackley filed for bankruptcy because of rising energy costs, making it impossible for things to keep going for the company. It's not just the toilet paper production industry either, but the steel industry and other precious metal industries or other things as well. Since energy is needed for production of nearly everything, no company can sustain itself for any real length of time without the needed energy. And clearly something is really wrong. Something is amiss. Now, COVID originally interrupted the world's supply chain several years ago, and it was seemingly planned from what from the way it looks. And if we look back on it, because of the closure of the economy for, quote unquote, 15 days to slow the spread. But that, of course, turned into two years for many places. Shipping ports were then shut down and quickly became backlogged because of a lack of workers to move product along. Now, that whole scenario created a shortage of many items throughout the retail industry. This, in turn, caused prices to rise for items people could actually get hold of. And on top of that, energy resources were throttled in a variety of ways. We also know that once in office, Biden immediately stopped the Keystone Pipeline from moving forward to completion. While that pipeline had not yet been completed, it would have produced 833,000 barrels of oil per day when done. Well, this was taken into consideration as far as availability and pricing goes. And with that project canceled, fuel prices immediately began climbing. Biden then went on a begging tour, I guess you could call it, to find where he could obtain oil from foreign countries to replace the oil that he decided could no longer be drilled for and obtained in the USA. Beyond this, Biden dipped into the USA's oil reserves, not only using that oil for Americans, but gladly selling much of it to foreign interests, some of whom were our enemies. We are seeing the type of evil 
in modern society warned about by Jesus in the Gospels when he referenced the days of Noah and Lot, Matthew 24, 37 through 39, and Luke 17, 28 through 37. Now, the sins there in those two particular societies are sins that move beyond God's created natural order. Instead, for instance, of one man with one woman, it's woman with woman and man with man. And now we're even being pushed to accept young children being told that through physical mutilation, they can actually change genders. The goal is to replace God's created order with an alternative created by Satan. And that's what Satan, I believe, tried unsuccessfully to do during Noah's day. Now, as far as the USA is concerned, this is especially true of what we're seeing directed by the Biden administration. The Biden White House has appointed numerous individuals to various high-paying and high-policy uh, positions who have they or them as their pronouns and are part of the LGBTQ plus crowd, and some of whom are even noted Satanists. In essence, what we are seeing today is the rebirth of what existed in Sodom and Gomorrah during Noah's and Lot's days, when evil was so vile and so prevalent, and Satan tried to overthrow God's created order then, but he was interrupted. So he's doing the same thing today. It wasn't time then for him to take over the world, set up a spiritual son as Antichrist. He tried. He tried with Nimrod. And he tried later on. And he tried. He has somebody in every generation, it seems. This is why I believe Jesus likened the last days prior to his physical return with the days of Noah and Lot. Strong similarities exist between then and now. But the same malevolent being, Satan, who held sway over much of the world during the days of Noah and Lot by keeping most people asleep, and unaware of the truth of God's spoken and written word then is the same malevolent being who keeps people asleep today and unaware of God's written word. Same false God, different generation. We may be the last generation. And by the way, thanks to a reader who sent a link, it turns out Biden just signed another EO, which, quote, declares that Americans must surrender all human rights that stand in the way of transhumanism, unquote. And of course, I have links to all these things in the transcript. So executive orders or EOs are supposed to only extend to the federal branch of the government over which the president has authority. However, too many and too often are instead seen as laws that apply to the entire population of the USA. That should not be the case. The president does not have the ability to create laws, but that's what the EOs have become. Well, hopefully this latest EO will be challenged and overturned in court. It's part of a looming moral crisis occurring in America. Well, beyond all this, because of Russia versus Ukraine and the constant potential threat of nuclear war ahead, other energy resources are becoming severely limited, which is further eroding the ability of consumers to purchase fuels they need for their homes and vehicles, much less run factories. Natural gas is also becoming very difficult to obtain and quite expensive. Russia controls much of the natural gas 
in Europe through their Nord Stream. And uh, the so-called sanctions that countries have pitted against Russia are having zero effect on Russia and major effect on countries issuing the sanctions like the USA. Recently, Russia shut their Nord Stream pipeline down for what they say are repairs. Well, this, however, is leaving many countries in the lurch. Germany, Switzerland, Italy, just to name a few, are having to deal with the fact that winter is coming and they'll have far less natural gas available to heat homes. Switzerland is apparently taking the bull by the horns to make it even more difficult for homeowners by warning that people could be imprisoned if they heat their homes above 19 degrees Celsius, even if they use wood or if they boil water. And beyond this energy crisis, France and other countries are also bracing for the impact of severe food shortages. Well, back in the USA, blue states like California have already begun shutting off electricity for thousands of customers at a time with their rolling blackouts. The grid there, not having been updated in decades, cannot handle the increased demand. The only thing California authorities can do is turn off people's electricity so that the state-wide grid doesn't go down. What happens when schools can no longer afford or obtain needed diesel fuel for their buses? Many students who rely on this mode of transportation won't be able to get to school and get back home. What if parents can't get gas on a regular enough basis to bring their kids to and from school daily? Right now, gas is around $3 or so, about $3.10, $3.12 or so in our area per gallon. Now, I'm confident that it's going to increase and increase drastically in the coming months, certainly after the midterms are over in November, with the USA's national oil reserves being nearly depleted and not having too many alternatives for fuel. The question of what happens next becomes very important. Without forms of energy, we are used to obtaining and needing the economy will quickly come to a standstill. And why wouldn't it? When my wife and I go grocery shopping, I'm always searching the aisles and shelves to see what no, what's no longer available. I've not seen a number of products on store shelves in months, specific ones. What happened to them? The empty spaces on some store shelves, are, they appear to be getting larger as well. However, there seems to be still plenty of product to buy, even if some of the stuff that I'm used to getting isn't available. So what gives? Are we simply living off what's been stored in warehouses for months and once that's gone, that lack will really put us in a pickle? Or are all the cries of the sky is falling from various independent news sites just fear-mongering with no basis in fact? Well, Satan clearly enjoys his role of blinding people to the truth through deception, causing them to believe lies in spite of facts to the contrary. The MSM, mainstream media, remains resolute in not telling people what may well be coming down the pike. They seem to be ignoring it. The world could well be looking at a financial tsunami or Armageddon that could be months away only. Is it all just hype? Well, time will tell, but everything I'm reading from experts tells me it's not just hype. It's warnings about what's going to happen. I'm not a prophet. I'm simply looking at the available information to make what I consider to be intelligent determinations. For instance, are you aware that in the state of Ohio, another 3 million chickens 
have been euthanized due to avian flu. And beyond this, just under 60,000 dairy cows have died mysteriously from what experts are telling us is lumpy skin disease in several areas of India. Well, obviously, this is all going to impact the food supply. If a tornado or a hurricane was bearing down on my area or your area of the state where you live, I'd certainly want to know to make preparations that might include getting out of the way of the coming storm altogether to a safer area. How about you? Wouldn't you want to know? Well, what may be bearing down on us will affect most people and we won't be able to get out of the way of it. Still, preparation can move ahead on an individual basis and help to a degree. I've mentioned before about the potential need to stock up on food items and other necessities. I've also talked about alternative options for powering your home if the lights go out. Anything you can do will undoubtedly help a bit. The big problem is that in this day and age, people find it hard to believe that the lights may be going out, that store shelves might end up being empty or very, very thin, and there could be difficulty getting your money out of the bank or not being able to purchase the type of fuel you need. People are either blind or awake to what is happening today. And if awake, they've already been preparing for a while. If blind, they're doing nothing. This is normally because of the bias that individuals hold in their heads when they think, you know, my money's always going to be in the bank. Where could it go? Or my job's always going to be there. Or gas will always be available at some gas station around me. What am I worried about? Well, thoughts like these keep people from doing what they would otherwise do in the face of a natural storm bearing down on them. In that situation... The people who don't prepare are considered the naive ones. Prepare your mind for what may be, in fact, coming. The moral problems, as well as energy scarcity, are creating major issues in society. I've already seen some videos and read reports of people seemingly playing, quote-unquote, Grand Theft Auto in real life. Carjackings, robberies, murders, and other things are occurring blatantly in broad daylight in the larger cities. Be on your guard. Danger seems to be growing. If we are the last generation that the Bible speaks of, well, then it's clear this is not going to get better, but it will certainly get worse before Jesus comes back. What the world is moving toward is something, I believe, created and directed by Satan and using numerous willing globalists to accomplish it. Certainly, God has given him permission. Satan doesn't just act on his own. He can't do whatever he wants to do. We know that. In order for the final global government to come to fruition, though, the one that was first mentioned in Daniel 2, what exists currently must be destroyed. Without it being destroyed, the current system cannot be replaced. And I'm guessing Satan has been given the go-ahead by God permission to build the final kingdom and eventually introduce Antichrist to the world. I could be wrong, but it just seems to me to be the case. Things are moving very quickly and the level of blindness that keeps much of the world entrapped and enslaved seems to prove it. If you just consider Daniel chapter 2 and you see the variety of kingdoms coming and going, one came it increased in size. It was conquered by another. Part of that was was absorbed into the 
new empire that just overtook it. And then it also increased in size and it just repeats itself. This is what's happening. You know, a new kingdom comes in, it kind of builds on the foundation of the previous one, and then it goes from there. So is that what we're seeing today? Well, I know that the final global kingdom cannot be built unless it's built from the ashes of the empires that are standing today. The Apostle John points out a truth that we must embrace in 1 John 5.19. Here's what he says. We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Now, I want to emphasize that the wicked one holds sway over the world simply because God allows it. And ultimately, it will work to God's glory. But the reality is, we are of God. Those who are not in the entire system, uh, economic system, political system in this world is under the sway of the wicked one. Too many people are asleep in the light, even in the church. Satan loves that. And he works very hard to ensure that this situation that he's created remains. Christians who seek daily to follow our Lord, to gain wisdom and discernment from the Holy Spirit living within us, are not under the sway of the evil one. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And I do pray that until we meet again, God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective.